This is a podcast from Minute Media. What's good, everyone? Alex Harris here with another Jets episode. But before we get into this Jets episode for the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast, where John and I break down what we saw during the New York Jets at Denver Broncos game, I just want to give you a quick update on a stat that I referenced in last week's pod for the preview of the New York Jets at Denver Broncos game, where we had Peter Dewey on. I mentioned that the Jets had played the Broncos a total of 20 times, which is incorrect. At that time, prior to this game, it was 38 times where the Broncos led the series 21, 16, and 1. Now, obviously, that changed to 22, 16, and 1 after this past week. But I just wanted to give you that quick update because we here over at the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast love to make sure we're giving you the correct information with regards to stats and what we're reading. So wanted to give you that update before you listen to this pod, but now you can get into this pod and I would say enjoy, but we all saw what happened to the New York Jets out at mile high. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this group therapy with us. Catch you later. The Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Trateris here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me is always my buddy, my coach, my pal, the man with the plan, the guy who is, uh, I don't even know. He's smiling right now because he knows that this is just not energy. I can't have energy. I don't even know how you can, I don't even know how we have energy to even do this right now. If John, if it's going to be like this for the rest of the season, like last season, woo, it's quite a treat for doing a Jets podcast two, two seasons in a row. But my man, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm okay. I'm all right, man. It, it's, not, it's not about the Jets podcast, man. It's about being a Jets fan my whole life. I mean, I, I know I should be used oh, to this. Oh, for sure. I know I should be used to this, but I mean, no touchdowns in eight quarters? Like, eight, eight, eight quarters? We can't, we can't, get, we can't, we can't put up six? <laughs> like, what's the issue, man? Holy God. A lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's get into it. Let's get into it, man. Let's, all right, all right. Let's honestly get into it. I mean, coming off of a statistically as a team, not a terrible loss versus the New England Patriots. We didn't score a touchdown. Zach Wilson had a bunch of interceptions. Mm-hmm. But as as a team, like team stats versus New England team stats, it was okay. Right? So there was that positive that we could take out. Okay? Our, our special teams did okay despite the injury. I mean, we, we, had, we had a pretty gritty week despite, you know, the interceptions. And we came in here, we said... We got to limit the wide receiver drops, okay, because we led the NFL in wide receiver drops that led to turnovers. We got to run the ball, and we got to be conservative on offense. That was the game plan, right? That's what everyone said the Jets have to do. That's what the coaches said. (laughs) We knew it was going to be tough coming into Denver. You want to spit out the numbers for us, Alex? You want to spit out the the Jets and Denver numbers real quick? (laughs) before? No, don't torture me to do this. Please don't ask me to do this. I really don't want to even spit out these numbers, man. This is just disgusting. Like, honestly, to have – honest, it's so hard to read right now because, one, ESPN is just like 
ruining the numbers right now. I don't even think they want me to read the numbers right now. They're freezing. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I, I, thought you, I thought you had the Jets Denver uh, record on top of your head, but oh, the record, hard, oh, the record. It's always hard for oh, you talking about, Oh, you're talking about. The, oh, you're talking about the record. I thought you were talking about today's game stats. Oh no, the record. We came in here with 21 and 16 and one uh, before, and now it is 21 17. Uh, no, 22 16 and one. So yeah, there so, you go. I mean, we, we weren't we weren't really uh, projected to win this game. We were at plus ten and a half coming into this game from Vegas. Okay, so th- that's what's coming in. But that's the the fact that we put up an, a, a zero and it was twenty six zero. That's not why I'm upset. That's not why I can barely open my eyes and talk to you right now about the Jets. And I, I also don't even want to watch a Sunday night football game. I'm only watching the Yankees. I have no interest in any more. Oh, look at me. I got the Yankees. That's, I'm, yeah, after this, well, we're putting that thing on, man. I mean, we are in Yankees playoff baseball. But that, that's neither here nor there. It, the reason why I'm so sick and I don't even want to watch football anymore is because of how, how the Jets performed actually on the field. I mean, God, dude, four for 13 on third downs. What is that? I, I, I know. What is it about the Jets to you, Alex, on offense that stood out besides the fact that we couldn't move the ball? Like, tell me what it was on offense that you saw that was driving you absolutely crazy today. Oh, my God. What was driving me absolutely crazy today? Really want to get into this? Well, let's first start off with not really establishing the run. We couldn't establish the run. The protection was just offensively like the pass. Run blocking wasn't there. It was better than the pass blocking, but pass blocking was subpar. Zach Wilson was just playing like a rookie for some parts too. Granted, you know, he, some people are saying he held on to the ball way too long. Yes. Also, wide receivers aren't getting separation. Then you see Zach Wilson getting hits. Pass protection is not there. Everything that could go wrong for a football team offensively went wrong for the New York Jets today. You also had wide receivers dropping the ball. Corey Davis decided to leave his hand. I tweeted out today because I was watching some red zone before the Jets came on. And as you tweeted, oh, now it could be a nice, calm morning. Get some football in. You know, you don't have to worry about the Jets at one o'clock. You can enjoy some games. You could put on the red zone. You can actually enjoy football Sunday. I'm watching Hollywood Brown drop these wide open passes, bro. I'm like, yo, I'm like joking. I'm like, ha. Hollywood Brown forgot his hands at home. Then we turn on to the Jets game. I'm like, wow, Corey Davis forgot his hands at home. Like, what is going on? Ty Johnson, you can't, Ty Johnson can't even pass block as a running back. Gotta leave Michael so Carter it, out there. He can't even catch what today was just story, the worst, bro. the worst of the worst, like everything. Honestly, even coaching, there was no adjustments. Same thing that I was talking about last week when we had, uh, Peter Dewey on the pod saying that I want to see LaFleur just getting Zach Wilson in rhythm with short passes, build up his confidence, stop being aggressive, just immediately out the gate and look for his guy, Corey Davis. And what do they do? They look for Corey Davis out of the gate. They try to be aggressive. You're going against one of the better defenses in the league. So why are we going aggressive? Why not just get your quarterback in rhythm first? And then we see now it's getting late into games. No, I, I just, I just, no, we, we see it late into games not in rhythm, and then we're like, oh, crunch time, we got to force the ball down the field. Now we got to make these big passes. That's what happens when you just don't even get into rhythm. Like, keep the defense on their toes. Just do the five-yard dink and dunks. Do the check downs. It's simple. But you know what? It's also difficult when your players aren't getting, (laughs) like, separation too. So I totally get that. 
today was just like, there was just a lot to go around for, for blame from coaching players wise. It's not all on one person, but this is really, this team is really showing not only are they young as like a squad, like athlete wise, but they're also young as coaches too, for like making little adjustments and just understanding how to like help players succeed because there are so many things, not saying that I'm the perfect person. I could have gone out there and done those adjustments myself and say, all right, guys, we're going to do all of this. But there's just certain things that you see. It's like when you see Ty Johnson not pass blocking, put Michael Carter out there. You see, it's not once, it's not twice where it's like, okay, third time he'll get it. No, it's like happening every single time on third down and he's out there and you're like, why is he out there? So that's my initial thoughts. Those are my those are my thoughts. Like overall, like from what I saw from the offense, uh, what do you what do you think about that? And what are your thoughts on it? To be honest with you, I think it's unfair to blame the coaches. Besides the fact that I mean, obviously we lost the game, we put up zero points, so you know they're going to take the blame. I get that, but I, 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 for me, it's difficult to blame the coaches on this one. But what is annoying at the same time is we made the same exact mistakes from last week. That's how that's what I was you know why I came out and and started with the game plan coming in because the two interceptions today came up of wide receiver drops. We didn't convert when we were actually driving because of a drop and then we got bailed out and then we had another drop on this the same drive with our you know star wide receiver. You're talking about Ty Johnson in the blocking. Our running backs have not been able to block. You, you know, you're asking why not put Michael Carter in there because he's too small. That's why he can't be there on third down picking up the blitz because he can't pick it up. I mean, I mean that, that that's the truth of the matter. That's why Ty Johnson's there because he's a big body and he could pick that up. The problem is he can't block. So now your next question was, well, what about Croft? He got injured. What about Griffin? He's god awful. I mean, honestly, Ryan Griffin is a really really tough. Tough player to have calling as your number one tight end, as your number one blocker. I mean, I don't really, I don't really know what you want the coaches to do there. That, that, that's where my issue is. And then on, and your right guard, Van Roten. I mean, he was kind of spicy today in the post game press conference, which honestly pissed me off talking about how the Jets need to get the ball out of the hands of Zach Wilson faster. Dude. I mean, I don't know the advanced stats right now and how how much time Zach Wilson exactly had to get rid of the ball. But what was it, like five sacks today? I mean, he was obviously pressured all day long. You want him to run bootlegs to the left? You know what's funny? GVR, the biggest sacks. I mean, I have to go back and watch it. Obviously, I'm not an expert. But if I can remember correctly, they were literally running Von Miller on the right side of that line. <laughs> and he was coming around on the right with Chubb not there for a reason, bro. And it's because the right side of the line is the weakest link on the Jets. That is the issue. So like right off the bat, what's really annoying me is it's the same old story. Wide receiver drops that lead to interceptions, running backs that can block, our tight end slack, and our the right side of our offensive line is so bad that we get pushed to the interior. And then, you know, they pass rush us, and Zach Wilson has no time. When he has time... He's being aggressive and he's trying to force it into tight windows. Otherwise, like we are getting third and shorts. You know what I mean? We're, we are doing what we're supposed to do. And so that's what I like about it. You know, those are the negatives. But what I like, why I'm not blaming the coaches is because I like what LaFleur is doing. He's pushing the ball. He's being a little bit aggressive, but we're also running the ball. We are using our strengths. We're keeping it to third and short for the most part. When we're not getting sacked, it's third and short. 
at least third and seven, like for, for the most part. And so I, I like that. You know what I mean? And I, I think we could improve from that standpoint. It's just everything ar- around that is just crumbling, man. You, 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 you can't, you can't ask for anything else to go wrong. Like you said, the only thing we're not doing is we're not fumbling. Like <laughs> so that's okay for now. Like that's the only thing I can think of that we're not doing. But like we get penalties, we're getting holds. I don't know. The, op- the offense is tough, dude. The offense is really tough right now. But I, I don't think it's broken. You know what I'm saying? It, it, because these coaches are here to stay. I'm not worried about it. But I'm disappointed Here's- as hell. But I'm, I don't think it's like, oh, coaching stinks. This is broken. I don't know. I think it's definitely no, fixable. I'm not. I'm. I'm not saying coaching stinks. And I'm just. And here's my thing. They're rookies, and you can see that they're rookies because you know what? When you're looking at when you're looking at your personnel, right? You have to understand what your personnel strength and weaknesses are. So if you know that you're not going to get good pass protection, it's hard to force it down the field if you know Zach Wilson isn't going to get the time. So if he's not going to get the time, then you have to dink and dunk because you have to get out of the ball's hand quickly. That is an adjustment. That is playing to your quarterback strength, which is, all right, let's try to get him out of the pocket because trying to keep him in the pocket is not working. I just remember when between AVT and uh, Connor McGovern that he got sacked. He gave, he, uh, who was it? Reed came right down the middle yeah. and, and got him. So when you see that coming from your line, as a coach, you have to say, this isn't working. What are my player strengths? How do I adjust to my player strengths? That is rookie coaching. That is what I, that is what is infuriating out of today's yeah. game. So, are, am I going to say like Robert Salah and Michael Four are the worst coaches we've ever seen? I'm not. No, absolutely not. They're also rookies, so it takes time for them to learn to get to adjust to get into that situation. They're they're new guys at these positions. I'm not. I, I can. I'm not saying that they suck, but they also have to learn like on the go too. You go. You're in week three now. This isn't week one where it's like, all right, everyone's coming out of the gate slow. All right. This isn't week two where it's like it was all on Zach Wilson, really, where it's like four interceptions. You just cannot do that. You can't put your team in a deficit like that. Now your quarterback's actually playing well. So do I blame the wide receivers for dropping the ball? Absolutely. Do I blame the running backs for for not giving the for giving the pass blocking? Absolutely. Do I also blame the coaches for saying, hey, we're going against a really good defense? Greg Van Roten. Uh, Moses is just going to get eaten alive by, <laughs> by Von Miller. So what are we going to do? So why don't we roll it out left to give Zach Wilson a little bit more time to get away from Von Miller? Why don't we get someone going left to get him to a quick pass? Keep him moving down the field quickly. That's all. That's, that's how you, that's how you make the adjustment. You can't keep doing the same thing over and over. That's the, that's the joke we have with Adam Gates. It's like, why are we doing halfback screens, dives, and just doing the same thing over and over when we know it's not going to work? So that's my gripe. Yeah. Okay, so do they suck? No, but could they have adjusted to this game plan? Absolutely. Um, but there's, like I said, it's not just them. It, it, everyone takes the blame today because if you if you're not making the adjustments, if you're not catching the ball, you know. And I can't even put like we're talking about the interceptions. That's late in games. Like that's like yeah. what we're we're talking second half, like fourth quarter. We're talking fourth quarter <laughs> interceptions. <laughs> already that is hand. irrelevant at that point. I'm talking right. about the first three quarters. Okay. Corey Davis had 10 targets today. 10. 10. 10. 5 out of 10 today for 41 yards. And two He's drops. A, dude, he had massive drops. Elijah Moore had, like, you saw Zach Wilson underthrow in the beginning. But if the ball is touching your hand, like, even the one that was behind, like, and it was like an in route. That Corey Davis was doing. Yeah. I don't even blame him. Like, sure, old Zach Wilson, you got to throw it in front. Yeah. But he's also trying to keep it. He's also trying to keep it away. So if it's touching your hands, it's still a catchable ball. Okay, 
That's just that's my that's just my thing. Like if, if you're being paid like the the primo wide receiver, if you're going to be our guy, you got to be our guy. Everyone's allowed to have like the the down games and stuff, but it's so early in the season, man. And you got to help. Like we're trying to help our rookie quarterback. Like I don't know, man. Like I get it. We don't play well four o'clock. We don't play well on the West Coast, as you always yeah. say. But it's just this game, man. It was really. It's, it's infuriating to the sense where it's like, I know it's a young team. Like, I'm not, I'm not like, do, are the Jets a bad team? Yeah. I'd say yes. Like, <laughs> yes. I'm not, I'm not going to say like they're not, but the reason that they're a bad team is for a couple of reasons. The one being very young, like they're very, 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 very young. All right. I'm not going to put all the onus. Like, what do you want out of a rookie quarterback? What do you want out of a young squad? What do you, like, what do you want? You don't have the talent. There's only so much blame you can go around. I the, the uh, I'm I'm just rambling at this point, man. I'm sure. just infuriated. I'm just infuriated. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, so you know, chucking it up on the defensive side. So you know, we we talked about how Coach Salah is a defensive coach, and we talked about the game plan going against Denver. We talked about how we have to stop the run. We talked about how they they established the run and they play action off that, and they open it up to the wide receivers from that side. Mm-hmm. They had 35 minutes of possession and we had 24 which i think is like skewed because of the fourth quarter they completely owned us with the possession oh, they had 100%. 37 rushing attempts they killed us dude we could not stop the run at all but shout out to cj mosley dude he is the only guy on defense on the in the linebackers that we knew he's the only guy that you know has any experience especially since davis went down all the injuries Cashman can't get there. So it's literally hands on Sherwood who might as well be non-existent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're, they're the rookies. Thank God for CJ Mosley, man. Thank <laughs> the Lord. I, I, I would pay. He, he deserves $50 million. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Dude, he, that he, he flattened Melvin Gordon today. That hit. I was like, oh, there's the <laughs> oh, linebacker. Yeah. There's the linebacker. Smash. I was but like, he, he hit the, he used a truck stick, bro. He used a truck stick. He's like, nah. <laughs> He's leading the lead. He's leading the, the our team in tackles. He's doing everything he can. But when the team has, you know, eighty nine eight penalties for nine, about ninety yards in penalties, when they ha- when they're literally keeping the defense on the field the entire game, when honestly, the cornerbacks kind of uh, got got what was coming to them this week, right? Mm-hmm. They they had they had it easy uh, with the Carolina and the Panthers wide receivers. Who are just like just some names, but nothing really. Denver's got some big boys, and you, you we have to thank our lucky stars that Jerry Judy wasn't there today. Oh, I was about to say Jerry <laughs> Judy was even on the field, and it could have been a lot worse, like a lot worse. So bad, man. And uh, Marcus May, C.J. Mosley, and, and shout out to Quinton Williams, dude. Quinton Williams is back. He finally mm-hmm. had you know his his breakout game. Sheldon Rankins played okay. I think mm-hmm. Fajakasi got in the backfield a little yep. bit. I saw Shepard around the ball uh, quite a few. Huff was around. Uh, Franklin, Franklin Myers was, doing Myers was yeah. around. Um, I, I feel like they could have made a, a couple better plays. Yeah, I, for sure. I, I, I like. I don't. I really don't want to rewatch this game, so I don't know if I'm going to. Um, I don't know if it's worth it. Honestly, that was a really tough one to endure. So I don't know if I'm going to rewatch it, but just from uh, off the top of my head, <laughs> uh, really quick. Like I feel like they're just a step slow. I know that Shaq Lawson was offside on on a play, and then he had that roughing the passer. We, we're so undisciplined. 
We even messed up the, you know, the field goal attempt, right? We even had to mess up on special teams. But if you're going to ask me for positives, I'm going to point to the special teams. The, you know, the punt block, we, we, we tipped that, that punt. Good. That was fun. I, I don't really hate our offense as much as I should. I, I don't hate Zach Wilson as much as I should. I'm not, no. I still think that we can pick it up. I do think our running back, our running back protection is tough. Our right guard is tough. And that bleeds into the rest of the team. Our tight ends are tough. Our wide receivers can't catch. I mean, I, I, I understand where the issues are. I'm just not completely out on them yet. No. On the defensive you, side, yeah. And on the, no. I'll just add on the defensive side, I think the cornerbacks finally had what was coming to them. I think, yeah. you know, Marcus May is doing everything the guy can do. So CJ Mosley. I mean, if, if, if we don't add a linebacker, I know Jamie Collins is expensive and – you know, he probably wants to go to a team that's good. But, like, if we don't do something to add to the linebacker core. Or a tight end. I mean, or a tight end. Dude, like, we I need help, we're gonna, man. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to have a really – dude, like, it's week dude, three. Dude, we need help. It's week like, three. That, that, that's what I'm worried about. Honestly, this is what I'm worried about. Like, this is week three. Like, what's going to happen when it's cold outside and it's, like, week 11? You know dude, what I'm saying? Is, like, it, it might be really bad out there. We have to turn we, it around at some point. We need help, like – linebacker wise and we also need help tight end wise like we really really do zach wilson he is peppering Corey davis like three weeks in a row he is peppering Corey davis this is what i said like last week like how does bill belichick take on the jets after one week of film on zach wilson i said you have to stop Corey davis what do they do stop Corey davis what are they doing for the denver broncos it's like oh he's going to want to go to Corey davis Granted, Corey Davis should have had some casual balls today, Dude, and they didn't really have to work that hard. But come on, man! How, uh, he can't be dro- him and Berrios can't be dropping past the lead interceptions. I don't care if the score is one hundred to ten to zero. I really don't care. You cannot do that. You cannot. T- this is not the cornerback tip drill where you're tipping it for the Broncos. Just, just stop. Like we, th- that is because, unacceptable. At this because point. even if it's even if the score is out of reach, if the Jets are putting something together in the fourth quarter, we could have some momentum going into next game. This yes. is a rookie. Every possession matters. Every play matters. You're talking about it in the post-game press conferences. You're talking about it in the pre-game press conferences. We have to act like that for four quarters. Like We do. Dude, we, and the we, thing is... You have to do your job. I hate I hate that that's a Patriots mantra. I I really hate it. But but, it's, but it is true. Have to just but do your job. The wide receivers have to catch. The, the offensive line, don't worry about that. Just guard your guy. I need to run him back to find his man and like n- dude, put a chip. Like Ty Johnson, a, put a that chip. That is all bro. he has to do and he's not even bro. doing that, dude. He is like, he is like, if you're watching the YouTube right now, I'm about to, he's like, he sees this guy coming out he's like, whoop, like legit like, woo, like Honestly, passing that thing like a traffic like, cone. Like TikTok, <laughs> like those those 12-year-olds are going to, back, going to TikTok and and show everyone <laughs> like yeah. the running back. Dude, like, they had watching. it right. They had it's it right. Crazy, it's, dude. it's really crazy. Um, so that's what that's what that's what's driving me nuts, dude. I'm, I'm legitimately I'm not worried right now, but like I actually here, am worried about like we like if this is the trajectory, it's gonna be bad by week eleven, bro. I'm really here's nervous. My, here's my thing though. And, and here's what I have to say not only to you, but to, to all Jets fans. And what where we are right now, because I know everyone's ready to hit the panic alarm, and they should hit the panic alarm for this season where it's like I would say towards Joe Douglas for like not addressing the line properly. That is where I'm going to hold my gripe and going out for a tight end. That's where I will hold my gripe right now. But if you don't, I wouldn't hit the panic alarm on the team yet because here's why 
We reset and are doing a rebuild again without even completing our first rebuild. Okay. When we got Sam Darnold, we knew that was going to be a true rebuild team. We said, okay, we're getting Sam Darnold rookie youngest to be in that draft class. He's still one of the youngest quarterbacks in the league. Right. But we knew that we had to build around him with whether it's a line running backs, wide receiver, get a complete defense, so forth to make sure that he's going in the right direction, progressing right as a player to have a successful franchise that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Fire Bowles brought in Gaze, Fire Bacagnon brought in JD. It was a mess during that th- those three years. We that that the reset was never a truly a reset because it was just a, a dumpster fire. So now it's been hosed. Like this is actually what a dumpster fire looks like after it's hosed. It still stinks. Like what we're seeing right now is a hose down dumpster of fire that uh, of trash that was on fire. And it's like, wow, this is really what this smells like. Why are we so bad? Guys, we never had a rebuild. This is now truly the rebuild. This is now, unfortunately, the real thing that everyone's saying to be patient for, to be patient for. And do I know that is, do I know that is rough to hear? Absolutely. I don't like hearing that when I was supposed to be patient for exactly. Geno Smith. What that we had Ryan Fitzpatrick be patient, Sanchez, Sanchez, Fitzpatrick, McCown. Now you get to Darnold. Now it's like be patient. I can't. It is. It's tiring to say to the fan base, be patient since 2010. Okay, we have not been competitive since 2011, 2012. We went eight and eight, and from there it has been nothing. You had one Geno Smith season where it was like okay, not bad. You had one Adam Gase season where it was seven and nine. You're like, eh. You had one Fitzpatrick season where you're like, all right. And it's I like, like but you see the, but you see, <laughs> but no, but you see, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's before Sanchez. I'm not even going that far back, but like we saw those three seasons and it's like gives you maybe a glimpse of hope, but no, it was, those were all, those were all mirage. That's never, we never had a true rebuild. Now we're seeing a rebuild. So everyone, as you're smelling this terrible trash that's been hosed down, that's just sitting in your face, understand that. This is not the final product. This is actually now the beginning of the product because this is truly Joe Douglas's chance to say, this is what I'm working with. Now, where I have the right with Joe Douglas and please sign when, when, when you're right, when you want to say something, uh, is that I'm upset with the Ryan Griffin. I don't, I still think that's a bad sign. We already, we don't have to go back to Robbie. I said, but the way, what he should address was really get another offensive line to come in here saying Greg Van Roten after what you saw last season, after what you saw last season. This is what you're bringing. And then Morgan Moses, maybe there's a reason why he was let, let go. I know there was optimism. I'm, I was also optimistic with him too. I'm not going to play like that was like the worst thing, but Greg Van Roten, Connor McGovern, we knew those were the two weakest links. We saw Sam Darnold to see defensive linemen coming down the middle. Can we at least spend on that? Like, that's what I want at least to give Zach Wilson a chance, just to give him a chance to do something. That's what I want, dude. And that's where I'm going to hold it right. He's been spending. I mean, he's been spending, right? He, he, I mean, he, he did, he did trade up in the draft to the left. He line, did, but dude, which like, was also the weakest link. Like he's still spending. It's not like he's doing nothing, right? Beckton was I'm not saying he's doing nothing, but it's like we also can't rely on AVT as a rookie to come in here and be like another Makai Beckton, like, and just say, Hey, these two rookies are going to be studs. Like that is so, it's so rare to get someone like Makai Beckton, dude. It's just so rare. Like offensive linemen yeah. just need time. We, we we just know like we know that like they have the they have the potential to be good but they most rookies take time like they have to learn and they have to develop and they have to get like grown man strength yeah I mean and so, so when you have when you have three guys who are like 
I'm not even going to include Morgan Moses in this. I'm not even going to include it because that's just not even fair. Yeah. I was even, I'll, I'm going to go on, on Van Roden and McGovern though, because those are truly our two weakest links on the offensive line. And that those two guys should have been replaced. Bringing them back, I'm going to have a gripe because you're going to have a rookie quarterback. We saw what happened with Sam Darnold. We saw what happened with quarterbacks in the past that don't have an offensive line. And if you want this kid to succeed, you have to at least spend and give him some sort of protection. The offense, if Joe Douglas knows that the offensive line is important, which he's already preached, and I get that he wants to build through the draft, you have to at least protect a quarterback. You have to. You, you just have to, even if it's overspending at just one, one, I'm not even asking for both, just one, just one. Like you have to get one primo guy to help like somebody. And instead we had just have Zach Wilson seeing the same shit that Sam Darnold saw last season, which is a, people in their face ready to kill him. I, I just don't like that, man. Yeah. I, I mean, from to answer you, I would say that if we get a center or a right guard or even a right tackle, you know, a little bit, a little less on the scale, but one of those, you know, two positions that you're talking about, if we sign, you know, a premier one, then we'd have three studs because of our willingness to draft Beckton and trade up for Vera Tucker. And then if we get one of those, then we'd have really three stars that would be able to, you know, kind of be the deodorant for the other two. So but I'll start off there. So I don't really have too much of a problem with Joe Douglas. And the offensive line, even though, like, dude, like, we have to address this right guard situation. It's going to be tough if it's like this all year. But, dude. I mean, look around the league. You know what I'm saying? Like, teams, like, I'll bring up the Falcons. They're starting to back up to Andrews. You know what I mean? Like, other teams are having issues as well. So, I, I, I won't, like, kill him for that. But, yeah, it's definitely an issue that we definitely have to address sooner rather than later. But... I, I think you're totally right about this whole Jets as a franchise rebuild. And this is a true rebuild. And what's truly not fair for this Jets staff and for these Jets players who we have gone on and on. This is the youngest team in the NFL. We have four rookies on both sides of the ball starting in premier positions. The fact that we are expecting playoffs, like somebody like me, Right, expecting <laughs> playoffs, right? and, and I'll, I'll tell you, like, it's not fair to them because they are coming in as a rebuild. But for me, I already been through the rebuild, bro. What are you talking about? Yeah, you know no, I, mean? I, already, I know. I already been through the rebuild. You know what I'm saying? I already went through it. This is like a medium rebuild for me, like because of what I've been going through as a Jets fan. So that's what's really not fair for this team. That's why. We're booing Zach Wilson when he's underthrowing or he's overthrowing a wide open Michael Carter on the flat. And underthrowing. The Patriots. And, and, underthrowing. You know, and, and t- today, what I'm saying today, I'm saying like when we were, uh, you know, uh, at MetLife. And, and that's what I'm worried about coming into next week, man. Like next week, if Zach Wilson plays like he did today, like say, say exactly today happened next week and we lost 26 0 in this exact fashion, same exact game, but in MetLife versus Titans. Because, you know, they run, they run the ball and they stretch. Oh, it's basically man. the same exact game, right? Just say Don't that happens. Know. He's going to get booed all, uh, out of here, but it's not fair. Even if he, even if this were to happen, it would still be not fair, right? Because it's yeah. a rebuild. It's a rookie. Everybody's a rookie. This whole staff is a rookie. It's the youngest team. We're supposed to be like, hey, it's all right. Like, this is supposed to happen. You know, but it's not fair to them. And that's where, like, at some point, like, the fans and – the the team and the players and the coaches like we're gonna have to somehow 
like come together because right now we're not on the same page. We're still not on the no. same page. Look, like and, Salah, and like, you know what Salah said today in the in the in in, in the post game press conference, telling me, "Oh, the Jets had the best practice this week." Zach, literally after this game, he's telling me uh, Zach Wilson had a great practice, and then he's and then like we had the same thing. Denzel Mims have a great practice. He can't even get dressed for the game. So. This is where I'm having the biggest issue, man, is we're just not on the same page. Like, it's not fair for us to be so hard on them. It's not fair for them to kind of, like, act like everything's okay. You know, they're, they're sort of taking the, you know, you're wearing your Yankee shirt. The You know, the Yankees are in baseball playoffs. They're taking the, they're taking the Aaron Boone approach. But we don't have the best players on our squad. But the thi- <laughs> you know what I, I mean? agree, And I agree, so, and I agree with that. Bro. And I agree with that. Like, as I said, like, this is truly the rebuild. And, like, for fans, like, this is where – unfortunately this is not like basketball, right? Like even with the Knicks, like we had Mel, we had like that short success and we didn't have anything from 2012, 2013 season until now, right? The 2020, 21 season, you're talking about seven to eight years. And it's like, that's a long time. We're talking 11 years now for the jets. And the thing is that with football, it's so short. It is like the thing, it is so short. Like we have 17 games now this season when it was 16, it is rough, man, to be invested in the fall for 16 weeks. Like, and you, and if you're not, and it's like you're, it's just over quickly. And football is like such a fun sport to get into. But if your team is not even remotely competitive, like just competitive, that's, a, that's the other thing. I'm just asking for this team to be competitive. I'm not even asking for a win. Eight quarters just, without a touchdown. Bro. I'm just asking for competitiveness. Um, I want a touchdown. How about that? So can you get a touchdown? I, I don't even know what that but, is, dude. I don't even it's know what crazy, that is at this point. Bro. What is, How crazy like, is that? You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? Guys are getting penalized for touchdowns. We're getting penalized like for celebrations after touchdowns. I should clarify. We're getting penalized for taunting being down 0-17. What are we doing? What, what are players doing, man? You were down 0-17. Stop taunting the offense. Just stop. If you're on defense, you had a big stop. Okay. There's 17 points on the board, my man. Let's relax. I think who, who who was doing that? I forget who was doing that. I forget which player that was. Just stupid. Stupid. We had, you know we had a lot of tough penalties, man. We had a lot. We can't line up on we, we can't snap the ball on special teams. We can't line up on defense. We can't snap the ball on offense without a false start. Like, what can we do? That's our issue. Uh, Alex, like, uh, who's gonna get a win first? Is it gonna be the Jets? Is it gonna be the Giants? Or is it gonna be the Knicks in, in preseason? Like, you already asked me this question. I, know, <laughs> I already told you. <laughs> I know. And I still like who's gonna who's gonna win first, bro? The New York Knicks, man. You asked me <laughs> if my cash would be healed before uh one of those teams went. I'm telling you, the New York Knicks are gonna be uh healed. But you know what? It's, it, well, it's, it, it's next week. It, they only have one more drive. The Jets got the Titans next week at home. If they don't win, dude, the Knicks literally might win a game before the Jets. That's, that, that's a crazy thing to think. But you know what? We can't we can't hold this all for ourselves. Ladies and gentlemen who have to listen to this podcast, you know, as we're on the YouTube, we have our video editor. So and our our, our video editor with us and as always, Greg. Winnings picks weekly. Facts. So Greg, uh I, I'm gonna ask you to 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 give us your takes on the state of the New York Jets because it's not fair that we, John and I, get to vent. And uh, you just get there to listen to us all the time without giving uh, your take. So how do you feel, man? How do you feel after today's uh, today's L? I mean, I feel like you guys going into the season were way more optimistic than me. <laughs> so hearing you guys vent, like I don't want to just pile on because what you guys are saying is exactly how I feel. Um, you know, I think 
John's letting Joe Douglas off a little bit easy. I kind of agree with Alex a little bit more with bringing people in. The problem is with bringing people in is people have to want to come to the Jets. So you saw a lot of offensive linemen go to the Kansas City Chiefs this offseason, go to the Chargers with Justin Herbert and what they got going. So if we can bring a couple offensive linemen in, that'd be great. Um, you know, I've already said, you know, privately between us, like I hate Elijah Moore. I hate that pick. So we passed up on three pretty good offensive linemen, in my opinion, uh, with that pick. So, you know, to me, it's just all about the line play at this point. We can start talking about quarterback play and running the ball. We can't do that. We can't pass the ball. We can't catch the ball. But at the very first, we got to block someone. We got to slow someone. We got to give Zach Wilson a chance. We got to snap special teams on time. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. A, I mean, there's a million things to be down about, but for me, it's just the line play, both offensive and defensively. I feel like defensively, I mean, we had, what, I think two sacks today, but we just need to step it up a little bit. We need, I mean, yeah, we have a lot of injuries in that, in that area, but we need more pressure. We need more better line play, both offensive and defensively. So. You know, it's going to be a long, long season if we can't block anyone and we can't get any pressure. No. I agree, man. It's really, like, today was really, really, really tough to bear. And I guess um, a little bit of... You were talking about, like, the Titans. Like, I I feel like the Titans we have a better shot against. And, like, I feel disgusting even saying that after today's performance because they just don't have a defense. I know. Stop. Uh, Stop. All right. At least has a defense. Titans, you know, at home, maybe we have a shot. Maybe we can get something going. But we have to get above. We have to get on their side of the field. I mean, today was just tough. Talk to me later this week and see how I feel. Um, yeah. I can't tell. I can't, I, I can't be that optimistic right now, man. That Knicks, is At this point, the Knicks before the Giants, before the Jets. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Dude, if I go, if I go into London with the Jets with zero wins <laughs> and, I don't know, 12 quarters without a touchdown, like, I'm not sure I'm going to be okay. Like, I'm going to have a tough time. I'm really <laughs> going to have a tough time, guys. Like, I'm not... I really don't know. I, mean, I honestly, no I, I, also, I honestly can't wait for that pod. Personally, I'm so happy. I was, I was telling you guys uh, off, off air. I thank God. Like all day today, I was thanking God that I canceled my flight to Denver. Oh my goodness! Thank the Lord, there is a God. If you were, if anyone is listening to this pod, you know, they're wondering if, if God is real. God is real. I canceled my flight to Denver today. I would. I don't even know if I would have made it back. So, um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm on ice. I'm on thin ice right now. The Jets. We have a home game next week versus the Titans. Thank God I'm staying away from that game too. We usually have a family outing. Uh, the cousins we like to do one tailgate a year. Originally it was scheduled for the Titans. We canceled that. Thank God. Again, there's a God. Ooh, I can't. There's a God right man. now. I have, I have plans now for Sunday. Uh, be like it's gonna be on while I'm at a restaurant. I, I, I need them to just get a touchdown. Can we just start with that, guys? Can the Jets get a touchdown next week? <laughs> Can we start there? That's a, look, look, man. All I'm asking for is just competitive football. I'm not even asking for a lot. Like I, I know we do. Can I have a touchdown now. That's all I want. That's that's being competitive. <laughs> Can I get touchdowns? Can I get a competitive game? Can I not just go through four quarters of just? Pain. Like my eyes are just bleeding <laughs> after watching that dude. My eyes legit are just ble- like. I mean, they asked for boring. I, like, I'm texting you. Like, I'm boring te- football. This can't be any more boring. Like I'm creating memes. I'm texting you out of anger. It's not even like like I have to be cynical at this point because it's just. I honestly, just so everyone understands, 
like I'll be upset, but I'm at the point like after watching the Jets for so long, I'm just not. I just can't give him that much emotion, just like like breaking stuff. Like I'm not like Alan Hahn who's going to throw a remote or break a mug. I'm just not that angry anymore. I won't scream. I'm, I'm just like very. I just get very cynical. I just get very upset. I'm like, what did I just do with my life? Like I, I legit, get very sad. I get very sad. I know. But, I can't. Just, yeah. Everyone. I text John after games. I have to check. I legitimately have to check. It's it is tough. like. It's like phone a friend, like phone a friend to see if someone's okay. That is me reaching out to John. I'd rather lose at the buzz. Like, I'd rather lose, like, the Giants loss today than how. I yeah, mean, absolutely. Oh, I'd rather get blown out. Or, uh, no. I'd no. rather no, 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 the no, Giants no. did today the Giant- than the Jets did today. And, and the thing is, the Giants should be better. That's the joke. The Giants should be, like, we should be where the Giants are. That's what no, we should be doing. offensive line sucks, bro. I know, yeah, but Billy, I'm just saying. Billy they should- starting at center, maybe the worst thing in the league. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. Like, we should at least be where the Giants are, putting up points, having competitive games. If we're losing, I'm like, okay, there's at least something to build on here. You know what I mean? At least there's something to build on. We got something to build on. Yeah. We got something I mean, to build can, on. We got, we, dude, we're going to get some actually, first downs and a touchdown in my I, life. I can't I, wait. We, we, last season, we said at least it can only go up from here. I, very, I'm holding that. I don't even want to say those words. I Dude, honestly can, don't we want cannot to say have a worse game than today. Uh, we, we thought that last week too, man. <laughs> we can't. We can't. That's a, that's how. That's a, that's how I'm going. There's no chance that we're going to have a worse game. Than, we had, we had 11 first downs, bro. Dude, the Broncos are 22 first downs. We had 11. Like, there's no way we're going to have just, a worse game. Than can, I just, game. can I just give a shout out to Teddy Bridgewater, man? Because Teddy Bridgewater had a game today. Yeah, 22 like, gloves. Dude, Absolutely and honestly, so. people people were talking about like, oh, the Jets' offensive line like was okay pass protecting, and Zach Wilson was holding on to the ball. Both things can be true. Zach Wilson can hold on to the ball for too long, and our pass protection can also be bad. Because if you're looking on the other side of the ball, what Teddy Bridgewater was getting for pass protection, like my, God, that is pass protection. He barely got touched. Barely. Shout out, shout out to Teddy Two Gloves, and shout out to Colin Sign, who was a beast at SMU. And absolutely killed it. But nineteen for twenty. Nineteen for twenty-five for Teddy Bridgewater today. Two for two hundred twenty-three yards. He had a he had a game, dude. He had a the game. Safeties were unbelievable, like we said. The, the Denver was everything we thought they were. Nothing more, nothing less. I'm still not huge on Denver as an overall team, but they absolutely they they did exactly what they were supposed to do. You know, Congrats to them being three and zero. You know, I wish I did. I wish because I, I picked up Tim Patrick in one of my fantasy leagues. I wish I actually started today because he had ninety-eight yards. I was like, shout out to you if you started Denver defense. I actually do know someone who started Denver defense today. So, there you go. I guess I guess that's where we can uh, end it off here uh, with this <laughs> this Jets episode on, with some fantasy notes whatever's and John. Left of us. Whatever whatever's left, we're gonna we're gonna get out of here and go catch the Yankees game now because you know it's t- they're tied right now. They're in, they're in playoff. This is playoff baseball. Go. Yeah, um, we, got, we got we got playoff baseball. Right now. We we got something we got something else to 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 go watch tonight to to cleanse our palate. So, thank you for everyone tuning in for another Jets episode of the Knicks Jets etc podcast. Please if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, please make sure to give us a five-star review and to leave a comment that really helps us out. And if you don't listen to us on Apple Podcasts, it's okay. It's truly okay. John knows why, but I'll tell you all why. Because we're on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it, we're there. On top of that, if you're watching this on YouTube, please make sure to subscribe, hit the like button, hit the notification bell. That's only the polite thing to do. And last but certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you name it, we're there. All right, everyone, we'll catch you later this week for another Knicks episode of the Knicks Jets, etc. podcast. We out. Let's go Jets and let's go Yankees.